Welcome to Caregiver SOS On Air, presented by the WellMed Charitable Foundation with nationally known gerontologist Carol Zernio and veteran broadcaster and attorney Ron Aaron. This program provides health, wellness, and other information for caregivers who are vital to the health and well-being of so many people across our country. Now, here are your hosts, Ron Aaron and Carol Zernio. Well, thank you very much, and welcome to Caregiver SOS On Air. I'm Ron Aaron, along with our co-host, Carol Zerniel. Carol holds a master's degree in social gerontology. She's nationally recognized gerontologist, named one of the nation's top 50 influencers for aging in 2017 by Next Avenue, the digital journalism arm of PBS, well-known across this country for her work in this field. Currently is vice president of social responsibility for WellMed Medical Management and executive director of the WellMed Charitable Foundation and Carol, it is great to see you. We uh, once again have you hidden in some undisclosed location, and I'm watching you on FaceTime, which is a pretty good technology. Well, I, I love the FaceTime. It's a great addition to, you know, it doesn't take the place of actually sitting in the studio with you. But it is similar to my last doctor's appointment uh, where <laughs> I did telemedicine, and I know one of the things that uh, you're involved in is trying to encourage seniors across this community and across the country to be sure uh, in the wake of COVID-19 and the uh, uh, pressure to stay isolated, don't miss that doctor's appointment. Well, you're so right. You know, we have actually had two patients at WellMed, for example, who actually expired, passed away in our parking lot from a chronic condition that they didn't keep up with because they were afraid. And so, uh, you know, I don't know about all offices across the country, but at WellMed, we're offering those tele, you know, telemedicine visits that you talked about. We pass out grand pads. We drop off technology so patients can do a telemedicine visit. We um, have visits in the parking lot, and we also bring people into our clinic. And in our clinics, we have not had any exposure to COVID. There's been no exposure related to an office visit. And so I just encourage all the caregivers listening to take chronic conditions, heart disease, diabetes, lung problems, all of those very seriously. Keep up with that wellness appointment for your, you know, annually and make sure you get all of those checks that you need done for the year. Uh, don't, don't get yourself in a situation where you don't make it. And if you have a question about uh, the safety of the clinic, call your PCP and they will get right back to you. Absolutely. That's pretty good. Now, I know one of the things that uh, over your career uh, you've enjoyed is exercise like flamingo dancing, exercise like uh, uh, nobody's business. Uh, I don't know if you've done yoga in your uh, lengthy career. You know, I have I have wanted to do yoga so many times. I've taken a couple of classes. I have been told by three dance instructors that I am the least flexible person they have ever seen. Seriously. So I, I, so I know it's, you know, I, I'm small and I look like I should be very flexible. I have zero flexibility. And so for me, yoga is very, um, it has been challenging. But I know that a good yoga instructor works with whoever, you know, where they are with their body. And so I know that yoga actually is a really important way to relieve stress. Well, we've got a, an opportunity for you to learn a lot about it. Uh, Beryl Bender Birch joins us on our Caregiver SOS On Air Hotline. She is a best-selling author of several best-selling books on yoga. She wrote Power Yoga and her most recent book, Yoga for Warriors, a book on yoga and meditation written especially for active-duty military service members and veterans. 
a former biofeedback researcher, has a degree in English and philosophy from Syracuse University. Beryl has been an avid student of classical yoga and meditation since 1971. And Beryl Birch, it's good to have you on Caregiver SOS On Air. Thanks for joining us. Well, thank you so much. How great is it to be here? This is terrific, Ron. Thanks. So I'm, uh, I am I think I mentioned to you just before we went on air, we are in the middle of the effects of the hurricane here. And so um, if you hear me let out a whoop, it's because it's deluging rain and crazy wind and uh, definitely time for some breathing and yoga and stress management. <laughs> what got you involved in yoga? And you mentioned a couple of other issues that we really want to touch on, which is self-management, mindfulness, and breathing. What attracted Beryl to yoga? Well, I think it was the, the um, what, I, 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 what attracted me to yoga. That's a really good question. I think it was, I think I must have been a practitioner my last lifetime and because <laughs> Because I was in California in the 70s, and I kind of stumbled up some stairs and saw a poster uh, advertising some yoga classes, and I was doing um, biofeedback meditation at the time. I had just gotten a job working at the Biofeedback Research Institute, and I just kind of fell into it and um, just kept going. It was interesting. I, I loved meditation. I actually got into meditation before I got into the physical aspect of, of yoga. One of the issues that we like to deal with on this program, which aims a lot of what we do at caregivers, of their families, and loved ones, is trying to help caregivers overcome the stress that comes with caregiving, especially true uh, with uh, if you're in the middle of a hurricane, but also true uh, with the uh, uh, virus that is sweeping across this country, COVID-19. Does yoga play a role in reducing stress? Oh, you know, absolutely. And there's, there's, there's never a wrong time to begin yoga. You can begin at any age in any shape. Um, I heard Carol say that she, you know, had zero flexibility, and so yoga was challenging for her. And, and, and as you said, you know, if you have a good teacher and you have the right teacher, people will say, oh, I can't do yoga, I'm not flexible, or I don't have time, or I'm too anxious. And those are all the reasons everybody's tight, especially if you're an athlete. That sounds like, you know, you guys are, that you Training makes you tight, and so yoga is a wonderful complement to open up and begin to, you know, open up the body and bring flexibility into the body, and you, and that can be, you know, complemented by, by flexibility in the brain and the mind. I mean, it's the whole purpose of yoga is whatever practice, whether you're doing the breathing or the physical postures or meditation, is about learning to get your attention in the present moment. And the act of doing that brings you out of the past and out of the future, which is where anxiety happens. You know, what are we anxious about? We're, oh, what's, you know, how am I going to work? Am I going to get sick? Am I going to get this virus? Am I... You know, am I going to get my job back? And, and caregivers especially are, you know, under so much pressure. So we can just, we just learn to go one moment at a time. You know, and that, that idea of, of making meditation a part of your, 
your practice and part of your daily life can really add a lot of joyfulness and, and really work to eliminate fear and anxiety. We're talking with Beryl Birchbender, who is the author of The Heart of the Soft Yoga Institute, uh, the, the director, rather, author of several books on yoga. I'm Ron Aaron. If you just joined us, Carol Zernial, our co-host, is here. You're listening to Caregiver SOS on air, talking yoga, stress reduction, breathing, mindfulness, you name it. Well, I was just curious. Uh, you mentioned that you started out with meditation even before the yoga. So can you talk about the relationship of yoga and meditation? That's really a terrific point to bring up, Carol, because when I started with meditation, I had no idea that that was part of yoga. And to the general public, you say, I'm doing yoga, and people think, oh, you're going to do some exercise. And classical yoga, which is the path followed by most studios and practitioners, is is called the eight-limb path. And the asana, or the practice of the postures, the exercise, works on the physical plane, and that's the third limb. But meditation, you have to work your way through uh, the practice of the postures, then you go to the fourth limb, which is breathing, which is called pranayama, and then you cross over a bridge of what's called prachahara, that's turning your attention inward, and then you move into the inner limbs. So really, the breathing and the the movement is designed to get you ready and prepare you for meditation by teaching you how to pay attention first on the physical plane to your body. Then when you're doing breathing, you learn to pay attention to your breath, which is a little more subtle. It requires a little more attention. And then slowly we move, you know, in, in classically, then you begin, you, you begin to move toward meditation. Um, because and which makes a lot of sense because you know there's there's lots of ways to start doing yoga. You can start in a chair. I, I have uh, classes where I work with seniors and and caregivers and first responders where we're just starting out so easily. I just have them in a chair, stretching and twisting and bending forward and bending backwards, and then slowly you build the strength, you build the flexibility, and but it's a discipline. I mean, it only works if you do it. That's the sad thing about it. And how, how often should you do yoga? Is there sort of a set routine and regimen that once you get into it, you begin to follow? Ron, it's like anything else. You know, if you want to get good at the computer or become a good singer or good at the guitar or become a good cook, you've got to do it and you've got to practice and, you know, I'd love to tell you, oh, yeah, just take one class a week and it'll change your life, but it won't. You know, you, you take a class, you learn a little bit, and then you build the discipline. You begin to practice a little bit. So you sit for five minutes every morning on the edge of your bed, do some deep breathing, and that begins to change, um, you know, begins to change your brain, begins to change your body, and doing a little bit of the asana uh, begins to change your body. And as you change, you feel better. Ask anyone who does yoga of any age. I have an 85-year-old client that I see a couple times a week. She practices on her own. She's gotten so strong. I mean, when I first started, she could barely stand by herself. And um, she's just, she's so disciplined. You know, she will just 
do her breathing by on her own. She'll sit and do her little five minutes of meditation. And the research is showing us that actually, you know, that meditation will begin to increase the um, gray matter in the brain and also can change the way several thousand genes express themselves. And it's totally, the, all the research coming out now is showing how beneficial it is for um, anxiety-related disorders. All right, hang with us. We're going to come right back to you. I'm Ron Aaron, along with our co-host, Carol Zerdiel. <laughs> We're talking with an expert on yoga, internationally known author and practitioner, Beryl Bender-Birch. You're listening to Caregiver SOS On Air on 930 AM, The Answer. The WellMed Charitable Foundation would like to remind you it is important to stay connected while social distancing. Caregiver stress may be higher now, and specialists are available to talk with. There's no question that we are living in not normal times, but whether the new normal will be the old normal is yet to be seen. So if you are troubled, if you are feeling stressed, ask for help. Services are provided at no cost. See more at caregiversos.org. Well, thank you so much for joining us on Caregiver SOS On Air. I'm Ron Aaron, along with our co-host, Carol Zerniel. Carol is with us uh, from a undisclosed location deep below the city of San Antonio, trying to avoid the COVID-19, and we can all appreciate that. And with us on our Caregiver SOS On Air hotline is Beryl Bender-Birch, who is an expert on yoga and all about it. Tell us about your new book dealing with Yoga for Warriors, Beryl. What is that all about? That was something that, interesting that you mentioned that, because while we're talking about caregivers who spend so much of their time kind of giving their energy to others and taking care of others, and, and it was it's also happens to be really true of veterans and military people, is that they're trained to, uh, you know, to serve, to, and we're trying to make that switch to realize that, hey, if I don't care for myself and if I don't take time, program time into my day to look after myself, you know, my batteries are going to go dead and I won't be any good to anyone. So the book, uh, Yoga for Warriors, I wrote specifically for veterans and active duty military to use, to learn to use yoga as a way to uh, recover from post-traumatic stress, from uh, traumatic brain injury, from military sexual trauma. And it's, again, you know, it's encouraging everyone to take that first step, to just reach out, to try and find a place in your community where there's beginner yoga, where there are yoga therapists accessible, where there are um, studios that are offering classes, whether it's for military or whether it's for seniors. A lot of the senior citizen centers are offering yoga. And uh, I think I think the awareness of taking care of our caregivers is growing everywhere. And I certainly see that there are more services offered. But that first step has to come from each individual where you start to reach out and say, hey, I'd like to take some yoga. I'm a beginner. Um, I, I need some stress management. I need some 
you know, relief from my anxiety about my work, about COVID. Uh, what can I do? Well, you you mentioned um, that there's you know, there are benefits to yoga. And we know that there is a lot of research and there's science behind it. I know our colleague, Dr. Jamie Heisman, leads us in our WellMed meetings with breath work so that we do um, the four, seven, eight breath work with the breath in and, and help to reduce stress. And actually, you can physically see it brings down your blood pressure. So Absolutely. can you talk a little bit about the, how do we know yoga does all these wonderful things? Where would we, what would be the science behind it? Well, that's, <laughs> that is a huge question. Um, there has been, you know, it was all kind of, I mean, you ask people who do yoga and you say, how, how, how many of you feel that yoga has changed your life? And I have never met anyone who wasn't pretty dramatically impacted by yoga. Everybody says, yes, yoga has changed my life. And I say, well, I assume it was for the better. And they go, yes, it was for the better. Um, in the last 10 years, uh, when uh, there has been tremendous interest in the medical and scientific communities in providing, you know, evidence-based data to support a lot of the claims that the yogis have made over the years. And uh, an example of that is uh, Satvir Khalsa. Dr. Khalsa is a uh, professor of medicine at Harvard Medical School. He's also a practicing yogi. Uh, he practices kundalini yoga, and he has edited a huge compendium, a massive book on uh, all the research that is the I think it's called the Research and Practices of Yoga, um, with which is you know I think it came out last year, and of course just in the last year there's been lots more research that comes out but um, but there are you know there are all kinds of controlled studies that have done on various breathing techniques on meditation on the movement um, it's interesting because it's the movement is different than just going for a run or just riding your bike it's conscious movement you're linking consciously your breath to the movement so every time you move, you're linking that very deliberately to a breath. And that keeps the attention focused in the present moment. And well, it helps it, you begin to learn how to manage your energy so that, you know, where your attention goes, energy follows. If you're plugged into worries about the future or, you know, uh, traumatic memories of the past, that's taking a lot of Prana, it's causing a lot of, and in yoga terminology, we'd say it's taking a lot of prana. In medical terminology, we would say it's creating a lot of inflammation, which, as we all know, leads to disease. So it's really this idea of just, of just using the breath to just very consciously down-regulate. One of the things that makes yoga yoga is the ability, learning to self-regulate, the ability to just catch yourself. When you're starting to stress out and recognize that we have a choice, you don't have to take that road. You don't have to get swept up in your thoughts. You can stop, take a breath, take another breath, slow yourself down. And it's, you know, we used to call it the involuntary nervous system. And we realized that it's, it's not so involuntary after all. And these things can be learned by almost anyone. 
and there's a there's someone in your neighborhood, in your town, in your community that is probably happy to begin teaching all of us how to do that. Well, I, I'm curious, um, during this time of COVID where we can't get together or mm. we're high risk and can't get out, is is it safe to try to start yoga online if nobody's watching you? Boy, that is a huge, fabulous question. And I, it depends, I would have to say, I guess I, you'd want to. There are lots of online classes now. And I'm sure there are many that are focused on yoga therapy. Um, I'm sure uh, one good place to go would be, there are a couple good places. There's the International Association of Yoga Therapists, where you can start to look in your area, see who's close. I mean, you don't even have to look in your area. You can just search by what you're looking for, beginning meditation online or beginning, you know, yoga therapy. And just make sure you're taking a beginner's course. But that's um, that's one of the challenges we're all kind of facing right now as yoga teachers. And everybody's kind of had to scramble to put their programs up online. And whether or not um, we can do it, we're hoping we can do it. Um, but it's very different from being in person with people, for sure. And it's there. Go ahead, Carol. Well, I was just going to say, I think that, you know, I think about how we started back in March, which is the breathing exercises, and it felt so foreign. And now nobody would think of starting any kind of a meeting, I don't think, with on the phone. We're not together without doing some breathing first. And so once you have learned that habit, and maybe during COVID, maybe, you know, some of the physical aspects might be a little bit challenging. But certainly, you started with meditation Maybe this is an opportunity to learn about meditation and and start with some of the the non physical parts so that you're ready to go when it's safe and if, you know if you have concerns about safety and, and your body mechanics. And, and Beryl, to the person who is on the edge, wants to do it, thinking about doing it, how do you get them to take that first step? Boy, you just said a mouthful right there. It's like the same thing with veterans. You know, how do you get veterans to take the first step? There are so many uh, programs available to veterans for free. And, you know, with veterans, with the military, there's been sort of a stigma of, of not wanting to reach out and say, I'm stressed, I need help. Um, how do you get them to take the first step? Uh, boy, you know, what is the answer to that question? I, I think that you just, it almost comes with a, you reach a point where you're going to connect with someone and they'll say, hey, you need to do some yoga. And at some point, I don't think anybody can do that for you. There has to be that desire to grow, to evolve, to change, to take charge of your life. And um, you can be, you know, it's the old lead a horse to water thing. Right. Um, you know, and, and I'm so glad that you mentioned the idea of, you know, classically, yeah, does asana precede um, meditation and, 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 and does breathing precede meditation? It does. And it's, uh, but you do not need to do asana to start yoga. You can start as, as uh, Carol pointed out with, with breath work and just simply learning to take 10 deep, full breaths. And do that before you head out the door in the morning or start your day or make your coffee and get grounded and get centered and get 
So you feel like you're with yourself, like your body is here, but your mind is running wild somewhere. You're going to rein it in, and you're going to bring it back. So it's certainly possible. I mean, I teach breathing exercises. I teach meditation to people in hospitals who have never done, you know, the yoga physical practices. So you can... Thank you for saying that because, yes, you certainly can start at any point, especially now. And the door, when, we've got about a minute. Some of the tools are so ne- so needed. And other of, other of the other tool of actually doing the physical exercise is a little more challenging as a beginner. I, I, I think it can be done, but it's a little more challenging than just learning the breathing. Now, for folks who want to check you out and take a look at your books. Is there a website, a barrel that they can go to? Barrelbenderbirch.com. I'm on Facebook, Barrel Bender Birch. I'm on Instagram, Barrel Bender Birch. Um, uh, it's also, my website is also power-yoga.com, but probably the easiest way to get there and to remember is just barrelbenderbirch.com. Got to stop you right here. Retreats and teacher training and and programs on there. Hey, Beryl, um, thank you. I got to stop you. We're flat out of time, but no, thank you. No problem. Enjoy. And we're still and, online. We didn't lose power yet. No, and good luck in the hurricane. We'll talk Thanks with you so again. Much, Ron. Talk with you again soon. I hope Beryl Bender Birch. Everything you need to know about yoga and a whole lot more. I'm Ron Aaron, along with Carol Zerdio. You've been listening to Caregiver SOS on air on 9:30 a.m. The Answer. You've been listening to Caregiver SOS On Air, an exclusive presentation of the WellMed Charitable Foundation. We welcome emails with suggestions and comments on this program at radio at wellmed.net. Join co-hosts Carol Zerniel and Ron Aaron next week for more on caregiving, improving the health and well-being of caregivers and their care recipients everywhere. For more on caregiving and podcasts of our programs, visit caregiversos.org.